The Dragon Reread is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know that armadillos have a highly complex digestive system that actually runs in reverse? Yeah, they fart through their mouth and burp through their butts. <laughs> <laughs> For more armadillo-related facts to unlock bonus content and find out how you can access our episodes a day early, check us out at patreon.com slash club. The wheel of time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become podcasts. Hello there, welcome to The Dragon Reread. We're rereading Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series of fantasy novels. I am Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Sullivan. And I'm Mike Sparkman. And today we're covering chapters 22 through 25 of Crown of Swords, book 7 of The Wheel of Time. Previously, a new Aes Sedai by the name of Cad Suwain enters the field. She's an Aes Sedai legend who gives zero fucks, and she rolls in loaded for dragon. <laughs> Rand, Dragon Bones Men, which is probably going to piss off Elaine since... I think she had dibs on the next dragon ride. I don't know. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's a princess. She's not used to sloppy thirds. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like seconds? Okay, thirds, come on. <laughs> it turns out Savannah's mystical weapon is just a magic walkie-talkie for calling Samile, which is kind of anticlimactic. Having a device that lets you summon a Forsaken is kind of the opposite of useful. It's like having a magic ring that only summons 10 pounds of live scorpion six inches above your head. <laughs> sure, it's magic, but you probably never want to actually use it. Anyway, Matt continues to get randomly targeted by muggers, who all seem to be carrying around Matt-sized bags. That's uh, some kind of weird Ebudari custom, I guess. Uh, Vergita gets drunk with Matt, and they reminisce about old times. And when I say old times, I mean really old times. I mean, it's like a thousand years or something. Uh... But she's really there on an NDA mission to recruit Matt, which sort of backfires when both Avienda and Brigida side with Matt. Uh, Nynaeve is unamused. Chapter 22, Small Sacrifices, Icon of the Tar of Alon Flame. So Elaine and Nynaeve go to apologize to Matt. Yeah, NDA's most harrowing mission yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Apology of Doom! I mean... Like, Nynaeve was literally tortured in her dreams by Mogedian, and she wasn't this scared of Mogedian. I know! <laughs> this is just a regular regular apology, but Nynaeve is, like, not on board. Yeah, and they, I mean, they're also playing this really badly, because they know he got tore up last night, and they're going at, like, dawn uh -huh. to go wake him up and apologize. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell, say if that occurs to them when they're on their way there, but once they're there, it's very clear that he is... Incredibly hungover. <laughs> yeah. Like they're like, is he sleeping? And he's like, no, he's awake. He's just lying there, still and quiet, <laughs> yeah. trying not to exist. Right. He opens his eyes, and they're like bloodshot and baleful, <laughs> hard to look at. <laughs> oh. But they do it. They painfully apologize to Matt. Yeah, I would not say they do a particularly good job at apologizing. Oh, I thought, this is a great job. I mean, they they apologize specifically for what went wrong. They promise not to do it again. They make additional promises to make up for it. I mean, Elaine does that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think Nynaeve does just about as well as could possibly be expected of her. Right. <laughs> okay, that's a nice... Yeah, as long as you make that, that qualification. I mean, end. like, you push her one step farther and she would, like, flatten this whole city, right? Yeah, <laughs> true. Just, just explode, right? That's a good point. Uh, and they, they, they set some... As part of the apology, they, they set some terms that they're going to operate on from here on out. Yeah, that they're going to, like, listen to his advice and they're not going to sneak around without telling him where they are. And they're going to let him send guards with them whenever they go, I guess. Yeah, which seems like a pretty good policy. Mm -hmm. But something really creepy happens. Unexpected and scary. The dice stop. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, as they, well, yeah, they, so they enlist his help. And then, uh, yeah, they also, they promise not to berate or demean him, mm-hmm. which is great. I don't think they'll be able to do that. Nynaeve literally, in that same sentence, starts to berate or demean him. She stops. Yeah. But she's like, she almost did it right there. But, yeah, but, and Matt is, he's a turd about it, kind of, you yeah. know? <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, no, like, like when, when they're first thanking him, I think he's fine about it, you know? He's like, it wasn't a big deal, you guys probably would rest. He was being cool about it, I think, mm-hmm. but Elaine does not take it that way. She's, yeah, she's like, right. fuck you then! <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, whoa, whoa. He doesn't take it with the gravity. It is, it's not as important to him as it is to them, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, he, and he probably made the, like most of these requests when he was like blazing drunk, right? So he, <laughs> he might not even remember all of what he was asking for. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, But then, they, as part of this, they invite him to stay in the palace instead of at this inn, and that's when the dice stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. And it, it's... <laughs> kind of funny because they're like, no, no, it'll be great. He'll be right down the street from uh, from the queen. And he's like, no, 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 no. no. And they're like, no, no, it'll be fine because you know you, you she'll keep an eye on you, make sure everything's great. You know, she'll you'll be a good uh, a good influence on her son. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, and they and they're like, it's you know, it's really not that big a sacrifice we're asking for you. And he's like, like if I ask you to do this. You would like be scandalized, right? Uh-huh. They don't pick up on what he's saying, which is like he's like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna have to fuck the queen." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, you know, there are worse things. Yes, yeah, they mentioned that Tylen has taken a special interest in him. She mm. arranged for his his room to be right close to hers. I'll bet she did. <laughs> but anyway, it's a really big deal though that the dice stop because in the past that has meant catastrophe, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily well, yeah, catastrophe. It, it means it that meant- something is. Settled, like something that was up in the air, or something that was still unfolding. Yeah, something and now, like, really, really important. Yeah, mm-hmm. a path has been set by whatever just happened. It's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So this is wherever this goes is interesting. I'm really curious to see how they're going to do that with the TV show. I hope they do because that's a really cool effect. Mm-hmm. The dice rolling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really neat. I uh, <laughs> I hope the actor is just like. The dice are rolling. The dice are still rolling. The dice are rolling in my head. <laughs> the dice are rolling. Oh, I hear dice rolling right now. Oh, they oh. stopped. This is important. And I hope they get Morgan Freeman to narrate it. <laughs> and then, uh, having done their damage, they leave him to his hangover. Which is probably all he's looking for right now. Yeah, he just wants to lay there and, and wish for death. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but as soon as they walk out the door, they get ambushed. Yeah, by Satal Anan, the innkeeper. Yeah, who we've we've seen a little bit of, right? Like she's she's uh she seems to be a, a pretty awesome lady who mm-hmm. I guess has taken a liking to uh, Matt and taken a liking to uh, Olver as well. Yeah, she takes no nonsense and is totally fine with cleaning up random bodies. Yeah, that's right. She did that. She yeah. was really cool with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think any of the innkeepers we met so far would have been that cool with the body thing. I mean, she is Evidari, so <laughs> yeah, that's a good it's point. It's probably yeah. just a matter of course. They, yeah. they, I mean, they probably have a guild of body disposal people. <laughs> she just called them. <laughs> they just said, "Oh, okay, throw them in the grinder. It's fine." <laughs> yeah, this is a, I, I, my brother's got a connection at the guild of sausage makers. Look, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't want to go. What goes into the sausage, right? <laughs> but she grabs Elaine and Nynaeve. And tells them not to hurt Lord Matt. She takes them for fakers, basically. Yeah. Pretending to be Aes Sedai. And uh, she offers to help them or to hook them up with some people who can help them. Yeah. Uh, and she just sort of bullies them. Even after they start using the one power on her, she still like dresses them down. 
And Nynaeve plays along with this, pretending to be, you know, foolish girls who pretended to be Aes Sedai, because apparently that's something that happens. This surprised me. This seemed very out of character for her. I, this is my argument for Nynaeve. Is she's, she's got it where it counts, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she, she's right, because Elaine doesn't twig to this until, you know, halfway through the next chapter, what's going on here. But Nynaeve is right. This is a really important thing to... to play the situation this way. Mm-hmm. I, I had a theory about this, and I, I may end up being wrong, um, but it seemed like she changed her mind when they when she mentioned that the people are, are they take in and help wilders, which is important because we learned previously that wilders often have a block, and that means that they know how to help people with blocks, oh, maybe. Yeah. I was wondering if that might be what interested... She didn't say it, and she didn't even think it, but... Also, it, Nynaeve is probably pretty hip to the idea that a lot of Medicine women, like wise women of Ibudar, are probably channelers. Also true, yeah. Because she herself was the same thing, right? Yeah, for sure. So if these people, uh, if she can get in good with these people, they can probably help her in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it is interesting that they randomly stumbled upon these people who can help yeah. them after talking to Matt. Yeah, like literally, the they're not even... Um, they're not even done. They're not even out of the building after they went and talked to Matt one time. And boom, here they are. It just happens to them. Yeah, this is sort of exactly the point that... And uh, all he did was lay there. Over. <laughs> That's right. You didn't have to do anything. It's like you enter his little like luck umbrella. I, like You, you got to wonder, it just just by like, you know, quote unquote, joining him by agreeing to do what he says, does that mean his luck all of a sudden extends to them? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Also remember, this is the inn that he picked randomly when they first came to the city in like a fit of pique. That is right. He was like, I'm going to stay there. And the last time that happened, what, they, there was a, a lightning, lightning bolt, bolt. Mm-hmm. where it was right where they were being held or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, but they mentioned something called the circle, which is interesting. Right, yeah. Chapter 23, next door to a weaver. Icon of the Wheel of Time. So, uh, yeah, Anon bullies them and, in a mothering sort of way, uh, drags them out of the inn. She covers for them, from her point of view. Sort of, yeah. By telling everybody she meets that they're a couple of idiots pretending to be Aes Sedai, which is actually a pretty good cover for them, you know? I guess so, yeah. I I found it a little annoying, actually, because it's just like, despite all of the evidence, and there's a lot of evidence supporting the fact that they might actually be Aes Sedai, nobody believes it. And I get, you know, they are young for Aes Sedai. Mm-hmm. But still, they have the rings. They're strong channelers. I mean... Yeah, I mean, she doesn't know how strong they are, right? I suppose not. But she also, she's aware that there are, a bunch, there are channelers out there that are not Aes Sedai. And Aes Sedai are rare, right? They stay in the palace. They don't come and chase after uh, Matt Cawthon, right? I guess especially... And some of them actually do. I guess... <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> especially in Ebudar, though, right? I guess Ebudar is about as far as you can get from... Tarvalon and still be in Randland, I think. Yeah, so most of the Aes Sedai you meet probably in this world are fakers, probably. That's a very right? good point. And so, Elaine takes a while to clue into what's going on here, but uh, Nynaeve wants to meet this circle because they might know where the bowl is, right? Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. Channelers in Ebudar, they might know where some channeling stuff is. Yeah, it's not a bad, not a bad thought at all. Yeah, the Anon thoroughly humiliates them along the way. Uh, uh, and which, there's a... Th- oh, sorry, go ahead. Which Nynaeve swallows with as good grace as we can expect from her. Yeah. Better like, than I, we can expect from her. I, I, thought, like, I think when it doesn't matter, she's terrible. But when it does matter, like when she's, she's focused on the target, she'll do whatever it takes to get it done. I think she's like Matt in that way. 
where she's all kinds of trouble unless it's really important, and then she's like the the person you want to have on your side. Yeah, that's an I interesting point. That. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. I could see that. Yeah, uh, there's a throwaway line, throwaway line here where they <clears throat> they mentioned the bargain that they made with the sea folk, and we still don't know what that was. <laughs> but uh, uh, either Elaine or Nynaeve says something along the lines of. I hope we don't make it back to Egwene, because then I'll have to tell her the bargain we made with the sea folk. Makes you wonder what exactly they, uh, they yeah, did. Yeah, must have been really, really rough. Yeah. But if it fixes the weather, it's worth it, right? Theoretically? That's the idea, yeah. And so Anand takes them to a house that is that looks like a seedy house, but isn't, right? Because there's servants and stuff inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on so, the outside, it's all falling apart, but inside, it's it's well well appointed. Yeah, and they meet a group of channelers who are just lousy with secrets. Yeah, this they, is this is interesting. Yeah, they, they're channelers. They even even Satal Anan has some secrets that they allude to. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they don't want to. They they get angry at Anan for bringing these people to them because they they're trying to keep themselves secret and so forth. Um, and apparently all the wise women in Ibudar can channel. Is that what... I, w- I wasn't clear on that, but it it seems like that's part of it, yeah. Yeah, I think they mentioned that. Ah. The Red Belt or something and, like that, and right? And these people... They're, but they're not all wise women, right? They're, a bunch of them are not wise women. Just some of them are the wise women. These are, they're like even more of these people they can channel. It's a whole society of people. Yeah. And they... Uh, they they meet with Nynaeve and Elaine, and these people, even though they're not Aes Sedai, they certainly bully like Aes Sedai do. <laughs> yeah, they do. One of them is able to do something uh, that they've never seen before, which is a shield that's unbreakable somehow, like a, an she elastic has a special shield. talent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this is like some bad writing by Robert Jordan. Yeah. Because Nynaeve is the most powerful channeler, so she can break any shield these people put on her. Mm-hmm. But he just needed Nynaeve to not smash these people with the one power so like oh she's got a talent that, that makes her you know make that thing happen in this one scene it is oddly specific and uh, only <laughs> useful in this one instance right <laughs> yeah uh, so but they yeah they, they shield and tie up Elaine and Nynaeve and they dress them down and they refuse to believe that they are who they say they are and they, they grill them about White Tower stuff to prove that they're not wilders they don't take in wilders they hate wilders for some reason. They only take in people who were used to be at the White Tower. Yeah. And then, because Nynaeve and Elaine won't join them as, like, new Novices. members of their... Yeah, yeah, whatever, of their society, they say they're going to out them to the real Aes Sedai and the White Cloaks and everything. And they refuse to help them with the bowl or anything. Yeah. I actually found the subplot a little annoying, because it was just like... It felt like nothing actually happened in nothing these two chapters, happen. you know? Mm-hmm. It was like It was like a lot of... I was trying to put my finger on it. Like, why did these chapters feel like a waste of my time? You know? And it's like, I feel like nothing that they, nothing that the characters did made any difference to anyone. And there was nothing that they could do to make the right decision in the situation. Just yeah. write it out, right? It's like very on the rails, I guess. Yeah. And, it, and these people got the wrong impression of them and just were completely unreasonable. Wouldn't listen to anything they had to say. Didn't give them a chance to demonstrate that they're the truthfulness of what they're saying. Yeah, they just—it was just like a complete dead end. It felt artificial. Yeah, I agree. It, it, and I, I, maybe it was being played for humor. I mean, like there's a lot of the stuff with Nynaeve where it's a—it's a trope at this point that Robert Jordan has, where Nynaeve is thinking one thing, but clearly she's like contradicting herself or something like that. As kind of a, a joke, but it was just like the whole chapter was that over and over again. Yeah, yeah. 
was like he's leaning really really hard into it mm -hmm. uh, I don't know maybe maybe I just don't like Elaine in Nynaeve chapters <laughs> I was thinking about it as like is it when was the last time I had a chapter of those that I liked I like Egwene chapters she's gotten real good but so far Nynaeve and Elaine chapters are a little like frustrating and Elaine has just become the worst she was better before, right? I feel like she didn't used to be like this. No, I, I, I remember having a conversation with you guys like a book ago about how much I hated Elaine. <laughs> okay. Uh, but she, when we first met her, she didn't really have any character at all. Yeah. She was just sort of the princess. Yeah. And now she's kind of awful. The one thing that's cool about her is that she really likes figuring out how things work. Yeah, mm -hmm. she, she is a, a good puzzler. But she hasn't even been doing that. And then, like, she was not being particularly intelligent in this whole little, like, side quest that she and... Yeah, right? Like... Nynaeve just had. She, like, she doesn't see how... Even if this lead goes nowhere, this is a great lead. This is mm -hmm. a, something you absolutely should check out. Because that's one, that's one of the impressions I got about Elaine is she's usually pretty sharp. Yeah. Especially when it comes to... Issue, I would think when it comes to issues of trying to figure out why people are acting the way they are. Because that's what she's been trained to do. Yeah, and their, their whole plan here in Ibudar altogether is basically go to random streets and see if that's the one with the bowl on it. Yep. Which I is would expect madness. That plan, yeah, I would expect that plan from Nynaeve, who's not one of those think-ahead type people. But Elaine is supposed to be really clever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also she knows a lot about politics and like city government and maintenance and all that stuff. So she should know that... The best way to do this is to like hook up with local organizations. Which is... This, this should have been is, Elaine's plan, right? Right, yeah. But Nynaeve is the one who does it. And Elaine fights her on it the whole time. Yeah, and they, like, they bicker about it the whole time. Yeah. It's, anyway, so yeah. Frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chapter 24. The Kin. Icon of the Flame of Tarvalon. We get a, we get a chapter from the perspective of Rianne of the Circle, who is the leader of the people that they just met with. Yeah. Um, and she's troubled by their visit. Apparently she did kind of suspect that maybe they weren't lying. Yeah, it, it's a little bit of a relief to learn that at least something came out of that, that yeah. previous set of chapters. That they made an impression. Right, they did. Uh, she's troubled by their visit. And uh, we find out a lot more about who these people are. They're all washed out uh, Aes Sedai wannabes. Mm -hmm. And they just worship the White Tower. Yeah, it's a really weird kind of thing. Thing, right? Like, like yeah, they, they all... think if they were Aes Sedai, they would have destroyed us all. You know, they would have been omnipotently powerful. We never would have been able to shield them like that. Yeah, it, which you know, we know that the Aes Sedai are of varying strengths and, and incredibly fallible. So this is yeah. this is a weird thing to see for them to be so so uh, overwhelmed yeah, so, with so, it. Yeah, they're like a weird Aes Sedai dropout cult. Yeah, <laughs> they are. Yeah, I feel it's a little sad, honestly, the mm -hmm. the way that they they they've uh, idolized these these. People who aren't all that great. It's mm -hmm. like the safety school. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> and they, they have a whole lot of strict rules for the secrecy of their order. Because they, they don't, despite worshipping the Aes Sedai, they don't want the Aes Sedai to find out about them. Well, don't the Aes Sedai have some sort of weird rules about if you're if you're son of the tower, you're not allowed to do magic anymore? Is that what it is? You're not allowed to present yourself as an Aes Sedai. And they, sure. they're very liberal about what they consider presenting yourself as an Aes Sedai. But they, they say in this chapter there isn't actually a rule against channeling. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. yeah. But they just don't like it or something? It's, it's not real clear, is it? Yeah, it's, it's real vague. But they, uh, they talk about how they take turns at things. They mention that uh, some of them are pretty old. One of, the, one of the ladies that comes in, they mention that she, she left the tower 50 years ago. Well, and Satel Anon, too. Remember, she meets somebody and she's like, hey, you look a lot like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, that was my grandmother's 
like sister. Right. So which she's I, old. Yeah, I, I read a lot of vampire stuff, which that totally means that's the same person, right? <laughs> oh, oh, that's not how I read that at all. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's what I meant. Well, that's what I read is that the person she was talking to was like, oh, yeah, that was my grandmother's sister or something. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's the same person. Oh, I read She's that Satel was so old that she recognized mm. no, I think it's like, the, other the ancestor. Around. Oh, yeah. okay. That's interesting. See, yeah. that's the benefits of reading a lot of vampires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you did it. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they mentioned like something about like turns or cycles or something like that. They mentioned there's a, there's a retreat that they go to. There's this whole structure here. It's really interesting. Yeah, they've got a weird society thing where like some of them, like they, she's not the permanent leader. Like they switch out leaders, and they Elaine and Nynaeve noticed that the servants there could channel. So I guess they swap out servants also among their society. Yeah, and then there's the the red belt. They mention a woman there who they're like she. It's her turn wearing the red belt. So I right, guess they yeah. they take turns as wise women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a whole thing going on here. Like mm-hmm. Nynaeve is super onto something here, even yeah. if it doesn't turn out to be that bull. It's still pretty cool. And then they get news of that other uh, wise woman's death, who we saw get killed by the Black Asha. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that. Wait, so what What was she doing? They were just torturing her for information. They're looking for the artifacts. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now I remember. Yeah. Okay. But they know that she was killed with the one power, so they think it must be Nynaeve and Elaine that killed her. There's a lot of incorrect assumptions going on here on their yeah, part. Yeah, real comedy. It seems comedy like a real lease. Yeah. I don't know. And, uh, yeah, let's just have a conversation, right? This could be very straightforward. Yup. But uh, then we cut to Nynaeve, who is frustrated and angry at the dead end. Um, she's always frustrated and angry, I think, but she has reason at this point. But Lane is doing some, like, some actual kind of, like, detective deduction here, which I yeah. noticed. Finally, right? Yeah, she figures out about the ages, right? Yeah, she's like, well, what's the oldest, I think she says, the oldest, oldest accepted you remember, and... Nynaeve mentions someone, and she's like, yeah, she was probably about my age. And she's like, no, remember, she she was in her 50s or 40s or something like that because yeah. we met her sister. Yeah, yeah, but she looked like she was Nynaeve's age, which Nynaeve puts two and two together and realizes this is probably why no one takes her seriously because she looks younger than she is because she can channel. That's what they're figuring out, that channeler is just slow. And they look young for a long time. I think they mentioned it's between the ages of like 20 and 30 or 25 and 30 yeah. or something like that. But the wise women that they just met, the circle, they did not have the ageless face. Yeah. They just looked a lot younger than they seemed to be. Yeah. Cause they, but they did mention that one woman there had, had like a lot of gray hair. And they're like, I wonder how old you'd have to be to show that with like the slowed aging or something like yeah. that. Uh, I found this chapter also rather frustrating because Elaine is actually making some interesting points here. And Nynaeve is like fucking off in her head, you know? <laughs> She's like, oh, thinking about, oh, yeah, there's these dresses here. I wonder what color land might like. It's like, Elaine is trying to have a conversation with her. Yeah, and Elaine is actually kind of getting on board with Nynaeve's let's investigate these people plan. And, and Nynaeve gets distracted by the dresses. But Nynaeve, it seems like her motivation is that she just really, really, really doesn't want to get helped by Matt. Yeah, I think you're right, which is not really the most useful motivation, but I guess it points them in an interesting yeah. direction. But in the middle of this conversation, they get attacked by some a, a bunch of different strangers. Yeah, I was I was actually having trouble following what happens here because uh, so Elaine goes down, Nynaeve gets like winged by something, right? Yeah, and then 
a swarm of because strangers. She, tr- because she turned around to look at a dress. That's right, yeah. <laughs> the dress saved her. <laughs> also, she's a tough errand. <laughs> <laughs> Nynaeve is tough errand. Come on, guys. Wake up, sheeple. Uh, and then, yeah, I guess someone tries to hustle them into a coach or something, right? Yeah. So, so this is this is like an operation. Yeah, it seems like there's, what, three or four people involved here. Yeah, all different people that don't seem to be affiliated with each other, but they're all working together. So they, this is a total ambush. But... It doesn't work out very well because Nynaeve goes to 11 immediately. She's like, well, I don't know what's going on here, but she yes. starts like zapping people know, all around like, All aboard the pain train. Choo-choo. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you, you look like you went for my my, uh, my wallet. <laughs> Burst into flames or something, you know. Oh, there's that guy running away. Bam, shoot him in the butt. You know, I don't know. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? They like... They, they knock out a lane and they only wing Nynaeve and they should have done it the other way around. Like, yeah, big mistake. These people did not know what they were getting into. <laughs> and they, they realized pretty quickly, but by then it's too late. They're like trying to run. It's like, yeah, nope, no. Nope. They're running away. She's still getting them. Yeah. And oh. she's like half stunned too. She's like, I can't even channel really well. <laughs> <laughs> and unclear who, who all was involved, but she just like, she went for the carpet bombing approach. She just zapped everyone in the area. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, that was pretty great. Yeah, it reminds us of why they send Team Nynaeve on these missions. That's right. You know what? Sometimes you just gotta zorch everyone in the area, and that's if, when Nynaeve comes if in. If they have no idea who attacked them, then uh, they manage to fight off their attackers, and Nynaeve heals Elaine from the, the blow to the head. Uh, and then uh, they're back to their original plan, which is get Matt's help. Which Nynaeve is very upset about. But I, I gotta and say, Nynaeve doesn't realize how much fun she could be having hanging out with Matt. Yeah, right? Like, we see what Matt gets up to. Just, Nynaeve... Follow Matt around, just like, no judgment, you know, just follow Matt around for a day and just see if you don't have a good time. Yeah, right. yeah she will never do that. Yeah. No. Elaine might be able to get on that side, but never naive. Absolutely, right? You'll have a good time, and you'll probably kill some dark friends, and you'll probably find several treasures. Maybe it's the treasure you're looking for, maybe it's not. Maybe it's a treasure you didn't even know you needed, but luckily <laughs> yeah. you had Matt there. Nynaeve is working through some past issues, though. Like, she mm-hmm. starts crying because she when it, she thinks about how long it's going to take for her to get gray hair to be taken seriously, and she keeps thinking back to how hard it was for her when she became the wisdom of the village. Yeah. So it seems like that was a lot harder for her than we realized. Mm-hmm. I suspect so, Which yeah. might be part explain why she is such a... Like a, you know, a hammer now. Yeah. Yeah. It's she, they mention it, but they don't really go into it deeply. But she had to be such a monster in order to get respect in mm-hmm. Emmons Field. And yeah. she needed the respect in order to do her job, right? Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. So chapter 25, Mind Trap. Icon of the Four Snaken. The Four Snaken. So uh, Mogedian has a really bad flashback dream that you can't wake up from. Yeah, this Mogedian chapter, man, like, I guess the Dark One is not super thrilled about her teaching NDA all of their, all of her secrets and stuff. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I don't like Mogedian. Well, actually, I take that back. I kind of like Mogedian. <laughs> you know what, Mogedian? But, like, she's evil. You know, I'm glad these bad things are happening to her. She's not the worst, you know. She's not the best, but she's not the worst. <laughs> Wait, who's the worst? Uh, probably Simiraj, I guess. And she's the one who's less torturing people, right? I kind of like her, too. What about, what, isn't there, who's the one, Grendel, I think, is the one who mind controls people? Yeah, I don't them? like Grendel. Yeah, Grendel's rough. What? Grendel's fun. <laughs> I'd go to a party with Grendel. I'd I mean, party with her. If you were at a party with Grendel, you'd probably be like you'd, in a you'd be mind controlled party. Norgy. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Isle's the worst. Yeah. No, you're right. Sam Isle's yeah, the worst. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Good call. Yeah, no. You're Send right. in your votes. Hello at thedragonreread.com. <laughs> who's the shittiest Forsaken? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who's the shittiest still living Forsaken? Yes. Because 
Like in terms of effectiveness, it's definitely Asmodian. Oh yeah. Oh, but I love Asmodian. Aww. I think he was probably my favorite when he was before he got killed <laughs> as a throwaway at the end of a, at the end of a know, right? epilogue. <laughs> like like halfway through the book, Robert Jordan realized like. Oh yeah, that guy's still alive. Uh, he walks into a wine closet and dies. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. You? No. Who's you? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the guy that killed Asmodian. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, she's stuck in the dream, and it, she remembers her experience getting freed from captivity in Saladar, and she was taken to Shialgul by uh, Arangar, whoever it was. Arangar, yeah. who's Halima. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, she was made to crawl into the pit of Shalgal by Shaidar Haran. Yeah, by those creepy that that tunnel man. Every time they they describe it, it creeps Ugh, me out. Like it's I, horrible. I, I I don't get claustrophobic except in extreme circumstances, but this sounds horrifying to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the dark one because he pissed off at her because she did completely flub this situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, he takes her blood and spit and makes a kurosuvra, a mind trap. Yeah. That is bound to her. I was having trouble following this. This was super weird. They don't give you a lot of information about it. From what I can gather, it's some sort of control device or some kind of, like, weapon that can... It's a very bad thing. Yeah, it, it's, it seems to be pretty horrible. Like, Logedin is is very upset by this. Yeah. It, it also prevents you from channeling, I think. It's No, that's just being in Shia Gull. Oh. And it's not that you can't channel, it's that like you blow up if you do or something. It's oh. like, like everything's crazy there. She mentions she also she can sense the one power, she can also sense the true power really strongly. Yeah, we've heard this about this a couple of times now, and she mentions that there's a price for using the, the true power, which right, yeah. the true power is what comes from the dark one, I suppose. Right, it's like the counterpart to the one power or right. something. That even the chosen, sorry, the forsaken don't like to use. <laughs> Interesting choice of words there, Jeff. <laughs> the chosen, you say. Uh, but yeah, the Kurosuvra, we find out, is this device that once you're bound to it, she doesn't know any way out of it, but it does two things that we know of. One is when somebody touches it, she can feel it in her soul that somebody's touching it. And two, if you break it, she becomes like a passenger in her own automaton-like body that just does whatever the owner wants. Yeah. Which is pretty bad. Yeah, both pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, so but yeah, I, I mean, Logedi's having I a very bad time. Yes. Very, very bad. I bet she thought like being a wizard battery was terrible, but now I bet, you know, she's thinking... I don't know. I mean, I'd rather be a wizard prefer? battery. I'd rather be a wizard battery. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, and, and we also learn that she's... So there's this, this period when she's on reliving the stream over and over again, I guess. Mm-hmm. We learn that she was in something called a vacuole. Yeah, a vacuole, which that's a really That's interesting something word. from a cell. We learned that, right? Is it? In biology? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I so. yeah. Which I think it just means like an empty thing. Uh, yeah. In, in this instance, it's referring to apparently some bubble on the pat that's just outside yeah. the pattern. Like a pocket dimension, like in Star Trek. <laughs> it's pretty interesting, yeah. Uh, and yeah, apparently time flows differently there. So she could have been in the vacuole for 100 years and mm-hmm. come out the day she left. Right. Yeah. It's a closed sack. With no set shape or size, and the cell can change them as it wants. Interesting. Mm. They do a bunch of different things. Oh, cool. okay, interesting. Yeah, so this is, this. Is, so she's outside the pattern here, right? She's something when when she's being held in this vacuole. Yeah. Which is real spooky ooky. It sounds yeah. kind of like the bubbles in in the the bubbles of evil. Yeah. Right. Could that be like some vacuoles full of 
bad stuff like that, that combine juice. come back to the dark one juice. Dark yeah. one juice. That come like back that shirt, you just bite into it, just psh, ah. yeah, dark one juice. Oh man, my mirror came alive. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, happens, you know, yeah. when you bite into a gusher. But then uh, she's finally released to meet a strange young man named Moradin. Yeah, another new face. Who has her Kursuvra, so he owns her. Like, there's nothing she can do. Uh, and he channels the true power, which she says, that's crazy, the price is huge. And, it, and one of the crazy things about it is it makes black flecks go, grow across your eyes. One eye to the other. Yeah, I thought that was really creepy sounding. Yeah, yeah super it's starting weird. to get a little Stephen King ish in here. <laughs> I wonder if RJ was snorting coke or something. <laughs> Maybe, but yeah, this this Moradin, uh, whoever or whatever he is, uh, knows about things that a person from the the modern time, the current time, wouldn't know about, yeah. like the vacuoles and about the. And he knows her. He speaks familiarly to her. That's right. Yeah, and mentions that she's going to be working for him now. Yeah, and he's—I think he's the watcher. Oh. Remember from that other ch- who was watching Samael and Grandel when they met with mm-hmm. Savannah? Because he yeah. was using the true power, also. That right? guy was using he was. the true powers. Yeah, mm. that would explain that. So yet another fucking character. Mm-hmm. Someone new to keep track of. But I guess he's probably important if he's controlling it for seconds. Yeah, I just—I just—I yeah. kind of wish Robert Jordan would pull a George R. R. Martin and start just killing some people off just to make things easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And we saw that on his neck he had two Corsor for us. Two mind traps. That's right. I guess we don't know who the other one might belong to. Right. Right. We don't know. Could be anybody, right? Yeah. Gareth Bryan. He's been mind trapped. Oh, that would make sense. Probably <laughs> Rand. <laughs> <laughs> why don't... Why, wait, wait. So if this is a thing, why didn't they do this to Rand? They tried, right? Didn't they keep trying to capture him and like... Seduce him to come to the child goal and all that stuff. You don't. They spent like three books trying. You don't have to capture him. All you have to do is sneak up all his sleep. sleep. Like if you just need saliva and blood, right? Well, Avienda has both of those. (laughs) Doesn't have to happen there though. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it has to be right there. Oh, okay. I thought I didn't understand that. I guess that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Mogetti does mention there are some things that can only be done in that place. Yeah, it can only be done to people who can channel. Otherwise, that would just be too easy. Yeah, yeah. And you probably can't just get like a sample and take it there. Probably have to go there. (laughs) Has to be fresh because they talked about how she used to. Drag people there, lead people there. Oh yeah, that she'd ensnared in her traps. I guess mm-hmm. Randall Thor would be a little bit hard to drag to show. She's been trying, right? Yeah, yeah, true. So, uh, yeah, like this is something I remember about these books is that after a certain point, nobody dies. Like people just keep coming back and back and back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert and, Jordan, un- unlike George R. R. Martin, does not seem to like to kill characters at all. Like the when was the last time a main character died? Asmodian. And That's, even then, he was the secondary character. Yeah, I guess I guess you could say Moraine and um, right. Landfear. Landfear. Indeed, they are dead. Yeah, which is unclear. They they could be either trapped in another dimension or in a pile of puddleboo. We don't know which. Yeah. Uh, well, they they might come back merged into one person. Yeah, that land rain. <laughs> Wait, Morfear. Neither of them is Morfear. Actually, related to more death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Robert Jordan name. Uh-huh. More fear. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I guess that would be the last time that somebody died. It was these, these chapters were very depressing, uh, disappointing rather. I was really, I've been really excited about the book up till now. And then we had these chapters, and it was just one of those like everything's made up and the points don't matter kind of things. To yeah. Me. It, it, 
I'm, I'm sure that he has a direction he's going with this, and I, I'm sure this is going to be something that's going to unfold. But yeah, I, I completely agree. This, at least the Elaine and the Nynaeve parts of this section, which were most of it, were kind of frustrating. Yeah. Well, he was he was doing two things. He was introducing us to these new not Aes Sedai you know, wannabes, and he was introducing the idea of the Kurosuvra, but. It was. I thought it was really clumsily done, and yeah. we're at a big like, so what right and, now? And I feel like the the Kursuvra, Well, I, I don't remember where this is going or if it goes anywhere, but it's pointless because the Dark One can coerce the Chosen to do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Or already, right? They're already terrified of him, and if he gives them direct orders, they just do it. Right? They'll never go against his word. Yeah. What yeah. is the point they, of there's this? Al- there's already compulsion magic. They can just make people do what they want. Yeah. The, the point is to make it a thing. It does, it has nothing to do with Mogedian. That's just an, using that as a plot device. I think. Oh, um, so it's going to become crucial to something else later. That's what I'm guessing. Oh yeah, actually, that totally makes sense. That's why he has the other one on his yeah. neck, right? Maybe we're trying to piece together what the the Forsaken are up to by now. We know that. Mogedian is working for Moradin, whoever the hell Moradin is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Moradin has another channeler of some sort on his leash. Right, yeah. 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 We don't know who it is. Yeah, and we know that some, that Grendel is working for Samael and all so forth like that. You can piece it all together, but it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Because Randall Thor is, is far too simple for any of these schemes, and he's just going to kill these people. Yeah, I'm, su- <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't killed Samael at this point. Like, I, I feel like that's coming eventually. I, I thought he was going to kill him in the, in the last book, but he didn't get around to it, so... Mm-hmm. Presumably yeah. that's happening? I don't know. He's dragging his dragon D on this one. You're right. He's too busy banging men, I guess. Mm-hmm. And playing around with the Aes Sedai. Yeah. So that's it for this episode. Next time we're going to cover chapters 26 through 29 of Crown of Swords. I am Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's at Alice M. Sullivan on Twitter and Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. And I'm Mike Spartman and I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at thedragonreread.com. We always enjoy hearing from you. Please share us with anybody you think will like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcasting Club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. The, the light, light illumine you. you.